Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. It is a green and gold Monday as the Packers get a win. They go to 9-3 on the season. 30-16, they knock off the Philadelphia Eagles, and it was, you know, it's funny because today, for for it being a reaction Monday, okay, um, not a lot of reaction. I'm a little bit surprised, i got to be honest with you. Not a lot of, there's more reaction to the Bears getting beat the way they did uh, by Packers fans than there is for the Packers going to 9-3. I I, I get the sense... And I, and I wrote this yesterday on Facebook, just a quick blurb. It wasn't anything, you know, pro, you know, deeply prophetic or anything. But I get the sense that there's a lot of people that are just kind of waiting, you know? And I, I had said yesterday, I said, look, I agree the D, the, the defense for the Packers, it, it, they're not dominant. They're good. They're not great. But they're good. They're average, maybe above average. But they're 9-3, and three, okay? Second overall right now as a team in the NFC. That you have to appreciate, right? So here's here's the rub to all of this. If the Packers don't end up in the Super Bowl, the forever question will be asked and will be in the back of every Packers fan's mind. What could have been? And that question is going to haunt the front office, Brian Gutekinds, Russ Ball, Mark Murphy, for the remainder of their, their days. You see, if they don't win this year, but win it in two years or three years, Packers fans are going to feel that they sh- it should have been their third or maybe their fourth Super Bowl and not th- just their second in the career of Aaron Rodgers, who is having an MVP season. Well, I mean, we're still agonizing over 2014. There should be two Super Bowls sitting there now, and instead you're still sitting on one. So in my opinion, that's the angst that Packers fans are feeling right now. Had they taken, say, Patrick Queen, traded up, got Patrick Queen, the middle linebacker, he's there, and again, this is only the hypothetical here. I'm not going back on this, but – Instead of Jordan Love, I don't think there would be as much consternation right now about the Packers' defense and their ability to actually go to, get to, and win a Super Bowl. You know? At least fans would feel that the front office did everything they could while you have the Hall of Famer in the uniform. But I think the angst comes from, yeah, 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 
great regular season, nine and three, you'll go 14, 12 and four, or you'll go 13 and three, and you'll get beaten the first or second game of the postseason, and it'll be the same old, same old. You know, I, I get more of the naysayers and the finger waggers than I do of people that say, you know what? They got a legitimate shot. I think the word is legitimate. People don't feel they have a legitimate shot. People feel they have a shot, but not a legitimate shot. Am, am, I, am I traveling down the correct road here for a lot of the way many of you wake up today or maybe went to bed last night after watching that game? You know, their Packers are 9-3. and three. They're number two in the NFC. Their chances to earn the number one seed, um, you know, have gone up to 38% because, look, uh, you know, Tennessee is not playing great football, and that seemed to be the one caveat to this whole thing, that Tennessee would just run the ball down the Packers' throats, their defense wouldn't be good enough to stop them, and therefore thus the loss to make them 12-4, and four, there's no way they're going to win out. You know, there, there's not the Aaron Rodgers, we're going to run the table, um, you know, thing here. You know? So I think that's kind of where people are sitting right now. Could I? I mean, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, Andrew says, based on our great offense and our iffy defense, do you think that the Packers are fine if they do not get home field advantage, especially giving, given the limited amount of fans in the stands? I think they're okay. Yeah, I mean, I think the Packers can go anywhere and win. And if you don't have home field advantage, I mean, you know, some teams may have a home field advantage. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen in January. You don't know if, you know, if, if I mean, they're talking about having a vaccine here in the next couple of weeks. If that starts to take place and people start opening up stadiums, suddenly you go on the road, you're, you're facing a stadium at what, 50% capacity? 30% capacity? 40% capacity? You go into a dome where it's loud? You know, it becomes a home field advantage. I mean, I've, I've been in Miller Park. Miller Park has 25,000 people in it. That's a pretty big dome, right? You know, it gets pretty loud in there. So does that become a home field advantage for a team if you have to go on the road? I think any team that comes into Lambeau Field that uh, that has to battle the elements, even though the elements have not been horrific, I I, I still think home field advantage, sleeping in your own bed is a good thing. But I, I, I don't, you know, if you go in to say, if you have to go to New Orleans and you face New Orleans without fans in the stands, that's not terrible. You've been there, done that. You know? You can do that. But if you got to go into New Orleans and suddenly New Orleans starts opening up, that's a whole different animal. 855 830 8648 855 830 8648 Aaron Rodgers, the fastest ever to reach the 400-mile stone. Congratulations to him. Uh, just blowing away, you know, the next closest guy, which is Drew Brees. And Drew Brees did it in 12 more games. Almost a season more than Aaron Rodgers. Almost. So... Um, your savageness says, as much as I hate the Green Bay Packers, this man is a first ballot Hall of Famer. The man can ball out and can't wait for him to retire, not to terrorize the NFC North anymore. Talking about Aaron Rodgers. 855-830-8648. 
Pack uh, K598 says, uh, screw the Bears. They still suck. Good Packers win. Go Pack, baby. Offense can be dominant. Just don't let the gas off the pedal. Or don't let off the gas pedal, I should say. Uh, Nicole writes in the Wendy's email inbox, it was a good win by the Green Bay Packers. The defense did not give up the extra touchdown. It was special teams. You know, I had said that last night because people keep saying, well, the Packers need to score 30 every game. The defense over the last five games is giving up 19.6 points per game. Take away the uh, special team scores. The defense is giving up 19.6 points per game. Not bad. Uh, by the way, you kind of expected if you watched the end of that game yesterday uh, for the uh, New York Jets against the Raiders when Greg Williams came with the all-out zero-cover blitz, uh, which has been talked about so much today. Uh, the Jets have indeed fired their defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, according to Adam Schefter. Breaking news, by the way, on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Benz Vans. See just how far a mile of gas can go. How are we looking? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, according to Pro Football Focus, the top player graded yesterday for the Packers, 96.9, his highest grade since week 9 of 2010. That's the highest grade he's had since week 9 of 2010. That was against the Dallas Cowboys, if you remember. That was the year in which they won a Super Bowl. Duh. But Aaron Rodgers, the top graded player yesterday, for the Green Bay Packers, 96.9, his highest grade since week nine of the 2010 season, and that was against the Dallas Cowboys. So a lot of stuff to get into, a lot of stuff to talk about today. But where are you? You know, again, it's another week, the same question. Where are you? Do you? I mean, this team has four games remaining. Detroit's coming up, and Detroit Detroit can be kind of a house of horrors. Daryl Be- Bevel gave him a shot in the arm yesterday. They got that craptastic win over uh, an awful team, an awful Bears team. And, and how Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, and Mitch Trubisky are even still employed, I have no idea. I mean, then again, you're only a game out from from actually being uh, in the postseason, so you're not going to blow it up. I get it. But it just you can see that that team is beginning to circle the drain. So the Lions get the win. They get a little bit of juice. They're going home. They're going home. Packers are coming to town. So they're going home. So it's not going to be easy, but the Packers should win that game. Carolina, not a good football team. That's a team that that plays hard. They're competitive. They got a defense that wants to punch you. I I like the way they play. They haven't quit, but they're still not a good football team. Should be a, a, a an especially depending on what the weather is going to be. It should be an easier game for the Green Bay Packers at home. Okay, at home. Carolina at four and eight. Eh. You know, it's it's like I said, they they play hard, but they're they're not going to win that contest. Tennessee, however, Tennessee is looking to punch you in the mouth. But Tennessee took that loss yesterday. I mean, Cleveland beat the hell out of them early on. Tennessee finally got back to what it is they do, and did a few things right, and came after Baker Mayfield in the second half. But Tennessee was out of that game uh, three minutes into the second half. Then they had to come storming back. And then you got Chicago Bears, who, like I said, are circling the drain. So it's very possible the Packers could end up thirteen and three, very possible. And and if that happens, I think they're going to win the NFC. They'll end up uh, being the top seed in the NFC. I really believe that. If they end up twelve and four, they're going to be number two. 
But if they end up 13-3, and they'll win the NFC. I think there's one more loss in New Orleans. I don't think they end up with two losses on the season. If they beat Kansas City, I would be surprised. Albeit Kansas City, i, I got to be honest, has not looked – they're still the champion, and they only have one loss on their record, and sometimes you can win and win ugly, and it's still a W. But they're winning ugly on, with some of these teams. They're kind of winning a little bit by the skin of their teeth in some of these uh, circumstances. 855-830-8648. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Only 100 calories. Go to BudLight.com. That's BudLight.com. Want to get your thoughts. Packers get a win. They're sitting at 9-3. and three. So the question then becomes, just like it was last week, why not the Green Bay Packers? You know? But it seems like, and, and if, if this is where you are at as a Packers fan, agree with me or disagree with me. It's kind of like people just waiting for the other shoe to fall. There's not a level of confidence here because you all know what the Achilles heel is, right? I mean, everybody knows that the special teams can give up a score, just like we've seen over the last few weeks at any time. But defensively speaking, if you run into a team that can run the football legitimately, it is going to be an all-out struggle. Again, yesterday, defensively, not a bad performance, but some missed tackles. But the defense... Much to their credit, they gave up nine points. They did what they were supposed to do. So I'm not crucifying the defense after yesterday's performance. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. We are glad you are with us. Brought to you by our friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Epoxy Flooring Polyurea Coatings all over the state of Wisconsin. Green Bay all the way down to Racine. Everything in between. Warranted for life. Homeowner, business owner, for let's say like a showroom, industrial owner, Sean and his terrific staff, they can get you done. All you got to do is go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com. They can even, uh, might be able to squeeze you in before your big holiday party. If you're going to have a few guests to the house and you want to dress up a room, that might be a great way to go as well. And they do some painting. So if you need the room uh, floor done and the painting done, they can help you out there. Good stuff from our friends over there at Epoxy Flooring done right your biggest takeaway from the Packers win over the Eagles last night I had mentioned I said look um what I think I'm feeling from Packers fans and Gary Ellerson and I felt this last night during the postgame show is this consternation of yeah we're nine and three we'll end up 12 and four 13 and three and then we'll get beat and it's almost like this it, it it's like Packers fans are sitting back with their arms folded saying, show me something. I'm not going to believe it. No. You know what I mean? No. I'm not going to believe it. Not until you show me. And is that where we're at? I, I mean, there's some things to appreciate along the way. And I look, I'm not saying I'm not like you. I'm just trying to look at it more as the NFC is pretty wide open. We saw... The Giants go into Seattle and get a win yesterday. You know? I mean, it's in Taysom Hill. They're, they're, they're making a big deal about Taysom Hill. And, and to a certain extent, I understand it's rightfully so. You know, he's coming in as, 
as the backup. He's been more of the gadget guy, and they get a win. But over the last three weeks, they've played the Atlanta Falcons twice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. But the Falcons are 4-8, and eight, you know? 4-8. and eight. It's not like there's some juggernaut they beat twice. So I'm not overly impressed with what the Saints have done. I will say this, though. Sean Payton is a hell of a, an offensive mind. And some may knock him a little bit, but look what he's done. I mean, when, when Drew Brees went down last year, five games, Teddy Bridgewater was fantastic. Drew Brees has now gone down in three games. Taysom Hill has been fantastic. He has a way of elevating quarterback play. He just does. He's been really, really solid as a head coach. Um, and like I mentioned, uh, the rest of the NFC, you look at uh, the Vikings have faded. They're sitting at 6-6, six and six, barely getting a win uh, two weeks ago over Carolina and then barely getting a win in overtime yesterday over the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're a team that's heading in the right direction. At least they're back to 500. But I, 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 I don't have a ton of belief in what the, the Vikings are doing right now. You know? I'll tell you the team that I believe – if you're going to circle a team and say, uh-oh, watch out for this, it's the Rams. The Rams are starting to put the ke- the, the pedal to the metal here. 38-28, they got a solid win yesterday going into Arizona and coming away with a 10-point victory. That's the team that's really starting to impress me. You could even say another team go to the AFC side, a team that's starting to impress. They're just kind of getting it done, and nobody's talking about them because we gave them up for dead, but that's the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick, I, I, I'm yesterday. Um, I got to be honest. I, 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 the picks that I had, I, I went with kind of the upset, and I took the Lions. I felt like the Giant Lions were going to get some juice, and the Lions got the win. Thought the Colts would get the win. Thought the Dolphins would get the win. Thought the uh, Vikings would get the win. I knew the Saints would get the win. Picked the Raiders over the Jets. The Jets are terrible. I even picked the Browns over the Titans. Or, no, excuse me, the Titans over the Browns. I just thought the Titans would have a bounce-back game, and they just didn't. Like I said, that was at one point 31-7. The Browns were up 31-7. Or, excuse me, 38-7. And then 41-7 before the Titans put up 14 in the third and 14 in the fourth. Picked the Rams over the Cardinals. I don't think the Cardinals are just ready yet. Uh, but I did. I got to admit, I picked the Seahawks to get the win. I thought the Seahawks would be sitting at nine and three, and for them to lose in that upset game. So, just you, you're kind of getting this. You're seeing the emergence of what do I always say? You got to be good. You got to be healthy. You got to be. You got to get lucky, and you got to be hot. You got to be hot at the right time. And some of these teams are starting to peak towards the end of the season, rather than like you know the Lions have certainly come on, the Vikings have come on. You're looking at a decent Dolphins team. The Colts are Colts are starting to to get it going. We know the Steelers are a good football team. The Bills are a good football team. I the 49ers are trying to hang in there. I mean they they're they're hanging on like grim. They lose this game, chances are they're done. So this is a must win tonight for them. They're hosting the Bills on Monday Night Football. The Saints obviously have solidified themselves. They are locked into the postseason. Packers going to win next week. They're locked into the postseason. So I. Uh, I uh, I really uh, I I like the Packers' chances. Just because there's not a dominant team right now in the NFC, 
The Saints are good, but I don't think the Saints are as – you know, it's kind of – I don't want to say they're not as good as their record because their record is what they are. But I think that they've just – they've run into some really good luck too. Uh, 855-830-8648. Chris says, if the Saints do not have Drew Brees, Taysom will not beat the Packers. And the Packers already beat them with Drew Brees. And people want to make a big deal to Michael Thomas not being there in the first game. Okay, that's fine, but neither was Devontae Adams, remember. Kind of negates that. Uh, Steve says, you're right, this year is different. There is no dominant team in the NFC like years past. Why not the Packers? Damn straight. Damn straight. Chris says, if the Packers fans don't really believe that we have a chance, they are either not real fans or don't know football. After watching the Giants upset Seattle, who scares us in the NFC anymore? Right? Cindy says, why not us? Go, Pack, go. Joel from the south side, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, has an impact when he's not directly involved in the play. Defenses have to account for his speed, and it creates opportunities underneath for other guys. When the play is for MVS, it's potentially damaging to the drive and can be uh, the difference in tight games. Marquez Valdez-Scantling on that run by um, by uh, by uh, Aaron Jones yesterday, he was one of the lead blockers downfield. He had it going on. He has become a really good downfield blocker. His issue is nothing more than concentration. That's it. He gets wide-eyed and tries to do too much instead of just catching the football. That And I've said this before, on that pass that he had a couple of weeks ago, where he, was, he was wide open, it was in Indianapolis, and he caught the ball out in front. He's got like stone hands, man. You just wait for the ball to bounce off of him. But, for I mean, he'll come up with catches. He doesn't have soft hands. He doesn't catch it out front and bring it in. He just, clucks, like, snags it. But if he can if he can concentrate on the football and get over whatever it is that's plaguing him, which seems to be more just the concentration than anything, he, he, he could be a really good wide receiver because he's got all the talent in the world. He just, wide receiving, much like quarterback play, it's in the head. You have to sense where you're at. You have to sense the hit. But the biggest thing you have to do is concentrate and, and fight for the football. Because you can't run with it if you don't catch it. You know, that was always, I mean, you know, growing up. You know, I, I, I was played tight end in high school. You know, I mean, it's you can't run with it if you don't have it. It is what it is. I mean, that, that's what you got to go back to. 855-830-8648. We'll talk tomorrow about catching a football. Jordy Nelson's going to join us tomorrow. So looking forward to that. We'll talk with Jordy Nelson about what it takes to become and develop into and morph into a really top-notch wide receiver. Because I don't think it's Marquez Valdez-Scantling not being on the same page with Aaron Rodgers. I think they're they're there. What I think it is is more Marquez Valdez-Scantling's own worst enemy is Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear from the head coach himself. Matt LaFleur after yesterday's ball game. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at New Mail Medical. Look, holiday parties, gift giving, you're out and about, you're cruising around, you know, you're trying to remain socially distant, you're doing everything, and it's weighing on you, right? Maybe you don't have that energy. That's fine. Call my friends over at New Mail Medical Center. Give them a call, 414-455-4445. 
888-463-5751. They can help you out with all the moodiness. They can help you out with the energy, all that kind of good stuff. And you have plenty, plenty of energy to enjoy the holidays. When it comes to gift giving, give a bigger, better, newer you. That's right. I don't mean bigger as in fatter. I'm just talking in general. Just a better attitude, a better uh, amount of energy, or they can help you out with ED if you're having some uh, issues there without the nasty side effects of the pills or the cream. And I know there's a lot of great food. I mentioned that over the holidays. And you don't have to get bigger in the fatter way, if you know what I mean. You can lose some weight. Or you can just come out of the holidays even better. In fact, you can uh, be on your way to a slimmer you for the new year. So call the experts, the medical experts at Newmel Medical Center, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. And tell them we sent you. They're good people over there. They really do want to help you out again. 414-455-4451. Head coach, Matt LaFleur, next on the Bill Michaels Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Our friends at Quick Trip reminding you, you got a couple of NFL games coming up tonight. A couple of them, as a matter of fact. You got uh, Washington on the road in Pittsburgh. Steelers trying to remain undefeated. Got the Buffalo Bills on the road in San Fran. Santa Clara, to be exact, taking on the 49ers. So if you're going to ask yourself what's for dinner tonight, why not make it Quick Trip? They've got those take, heat, and eat meals. Got the pothole pizza. That fried chicken, all kinds of good stuff. Those burgers are good, too. Check out our friends at Quick Trip. Use your Quick Rewards card as well. That's Quick Trip. Go to Quick Trip. Tell them we sent you. Good stuff there. Matt LaFleur, head coach of the Green Bay Packers after the ball game yesterday, a little joking around. So what's going on and through his head when Aaron Jones takes off for the 77-yard scamper and uh, Aaron Jones gets down in into the end zone? But who's alongside him? The big left tackle of the Green Bay Packers, David Bakhtiari. Four flat, I wouldn't give him that, but uh, he was he was moving pretty good. Yeah, honestly, when he was running and weaving in and out of defenders, I was just thinking stay in bounds, and he kept going, and it was great to see. It's always great to see when you see a guy like David Bakhtiari or a guy like MVS out there in front, you know, straining for, for their brother on, on that play. Um, Aaron Jones, a fantastic back. Uh, he, he did a lot of great things, um, and but it's always it's it's so great to see those guys battling for one another, and that was obviously um, just a key play in the game, but also just um, that's that's what I love about our football team is guys playing for one another, and we need that to continue and, and to to uh, just keep going each each and every week. How difficult of an adjustment is it? You have Carson Wentz in there, and he's kind of statuesque, and you know they're sacking him every six ways from Sunday. In the meantime, you bring in Jalen Hurts. He comes into the game, and all of a sudden he's running around and tossing touchdown passes. How big of an adjustment was it? Yeah, I know. Obviously, you know, it, it never looks good when uh, you give up a fourth and 18 touchdown pass like that. That can't happen. Those are things that, uh, you know, just in order to – to be a great team, you can't give up plays like that. And I think our guys recognize that, and we'll get that corrected. Um, but I thought the effort, the energy, the focus, uh, the execution was there for the majority of the game, and our guys really battled. You could feel the pass rush getting after the quarterback. There were seven sacks 
I want to say, um, you know, on their quarterbacks. And, you know, I, I don't think it was that big of an adjustment in terms of of um, schematically when, when Hertz went in the game. Both those guys can run, and they can both move. And um, Philly just they're, – they're going to run their offense. And certainly there's it wasn't a flawless performance, but I, I thought all in all, I thought it was it was pretty good for most of the night. So what made them deep in their own territory? Uh, they're on, you know, like their own goal line. What made them throw the bomb, basically? It, it's all of the above. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's definitely something that we, the play wouldn't be in if that's something that we didn't see that we could potentially get. Um, you know, you got to give Philly credit. I thought they defended it actually pretty well. Um, we, we figured that the play was designed to go to Tay down the field. And if they covered it downfield, then we were going to have the fullback go try to cut the back, the, the play side linebacker and slip Aaron Jones out into the flat. And, and they covered it pretty, pretty darn well. It's just, there's no coverage for the perfect ball and the, for the perfect reception. And that's exactly what happened. Cause that play happened right in front of me. And it might be one of the most spectacular catches I've ever seen. So give credit to, to our guys for, their ability to go out there and execute it. And it starts up front. I mean, that that's a damn good front that we played. I think it's a really good defense. One of the best defenses we played, they play hard all the time. They never take a playoff. And we knew that going in. And they're very physical. And we held up, gave Aaron enough time, and and he trusted his his receiver. And, and it's hard not to trust a guy of Devontae's caliber but the catch he made on that, it, it was spectacular. It's like ingrained in my brain now because uh, it was right right there in front of me, and it was uh, one of the best catches I've ever seen. Yeah, it was spectacular. Uh, it was an unbelievable catch. I mean, there was three guys, three defenders around Devontae Adams, and he still ended up coming down with that football. So um, now you ask the question, the same thing that you have been talking to me about, the media asked Matt LaFleur, basically, how do you feel about your run defense? Four games left. Have you thought about using more linebackers? Yeah, that, that's something. I, I got to go back and watch the tape and just see exactly uh, what went on throughout the course of the game. Uh, you know, you, you get a much better idea of what, what happened when you can sit there and study it and, and, and see what's what's going on. Um, but certainly, yeah, I, I think it's all dependent upon – who we're playing, what personnel they're 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 playing with, from an offensive perspective, what they're trying to get done. It felt like early on in the game they were hitting us with some some situations on get back on track. You know, the second and ten pluses where we would run our our dime defense in there, and they took advantage of it and called some runs. And some of those runs hit us. Um, and so you you got to give them credit because it's always a little bit leery. Do you run it on second and ten plus? Uh, you know, you guys love to kill me when we like to call uh, runs on second and 10 plus, but uh, sometimes it, it does actually work out. But, um, you know, it, it, it all goes into your preparation, your planning, and, and you got to put, you got to trust your preparation, trust your planning, uh, just like I trust Pat. And so um, we'll, we'll take a good hard look at it as we always do and, and make the necessary adjustments. I uh, I do like the fact you go back a play when he talks about that play to Devontae and he talks about how they were going to run the fullback out and kind of cut down the linebacker. Therefore, Aaron Jones would have been open, but they defended it really well. You don't get that from a lot of coaches when he kind of tells you what the strategy going into that particular play was and it kind of gives you a visual as to what 
Aaron Rodgers, obviously what the hot read was, but there was always something else that they were able to do. And, you know, as he said, they covered it really well. It was a really good defense. So how do you get to your punt team squared away? Because it has cost you twice now. Yeah, I mean, we can't have that happen. I don't think that was J.K.'s best punt by by any stretch. Um and you know, we I know, and he knows we we got to be more consistent in that regard, but also just the coverage uh, you just can't can't have that happen. I think uh, Rieger is is a talented returner. He's I mean, he's a, I know he's a rookie, but uh, he's a guy that we definitely had, um, you know, had a high regard for throughout the evaluation process when we were going through it uh, in the draft prep, uh, but. You know, you just can't have that happen. And I think I want to say we missed a tackle on that and uh, on that play. And we just got to get better. And we got to make sure that we got the right people in there to go down and and, and make a play because that can't happen. You're right. That can get you beat. Um, To say it can't happen again would be an understatement. You know, this is twice now in the last, what, three weeks. They've given up a a punt. Now, the the one in Indianapolis, J.K. Scott, I mean, he punted a line drive. He just outkicked the coverage and it set up a bad return, and they just had bad angles and it went from there. But again, yesterday, just missed tackles. You know, damn it, it's it's tackling is a will, and if you don't want to tackle, you shouldn't be on the damn football field. It's just that simple. You know, sometimes it's tough with angles, and, and I get it. You know, guys get paid too to run through you, and they've done that. But tackling is a will, man. Uh, then he was asked how impressed he was by what Devontae Adams has been able to do in year two of this offense. Uh, he's phenomenal. Uh, some of those catches he made, uh, the one down in the goal line, uh, unbelievable. I don't know how he caught that ball. Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, the field read that, that he, he caught, the deep one when we were backed up. I just, how about him scoring a touchdown when we throw the little run alert out there in the red zone on the nine-yard line um, or whatever it was, and he's able to find a way into the end zone. I mean, just the guy is – so unbelievably talented. He works so hard. He's in extremely uh, just got great instincts, awareness, intelligence, um, and that's that's what great ones have. And I, I, he's a great one. And he's got a great he's got a great quarterback throwing to him as well, which which definitely helps. There's no doubt about it. But uh, you know those guys are two phenomenal players. You could argue they're the best at, their, at, at what they do, and um, and then I also think you got to give a lot of credit to our offensive line just to to give our quarterback the time to allow some of those plays to develop down the field, and um, just it, it, it truly takes. That's why football's the ultimate team team sport because it takes everybody. Everybody's got to do their job, and when you got to get a lot of people. Uh, all 11 doing their job, playing at a high level, then you can have success. So um, just, again, proud of our guys' effort. So there you go. Matt LaFleur after the game yesterday. And he's right. The offensive line has been just nothing short of fantastic, as as clean as Aaron Rodgers has been. I think only sacked a couple of times yesterday. Uh, by the way, the weather outside is still nice. It's not bad, although next uh, this coming weekend we're supposed to get uh, some rain-snow mix depending on where you live. I know some icy rain in the northwestern portion of the state or the north-central area as well. But uh, your friends at Pella Windows and Doors, look, you can put on a sweater or socks and blankets and even, you know, some good drinks, but nothing replaces good windows and doors. 
And they install year-round, by the way. So every leaky window and door you replace, you're going to be able to start saving on those energy bills right now in winter and in summer. And better still, uh, the latest Pella Now and Pay Later offer, no money down, no payments, no interest, 12 months. It's that simple. Plus, you can save an extra 500 bucks off your qualifying order right now, and that will even leave you some extra jingle in your pocket. You know what I mean? But it's only through the end of the month. So set up your free consultation right now. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Again, PellaWI.com. And see everything they have to offer. Good, good stuff from our friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Um, Well, nothing yet. All is quiet. We'll tell you what we're talking about. Coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers get the win, 30-16 over the Eagles. Philadelphia made it close with a fourth-quarter touchdown drive and a 73-yard punt return for a TD. Matt LaFleur. Football's an imperfect game. I made plenty of mistakes tonight. Thankfully, we have the players that go out there and are able to overcome my my mistakes. Eagles head coach Doug Peterson on his decision to bench Carson Wentz in favor of rookie quarterback Jalen Hurts in the third quarter. Uh, I just felt that uh, we needed that spark today, whereas in the past, you know, it could have been you know, injuries at other spots. It could have been the way other positions had been playing. Carson Wentz finished just 6 of 15. No touchdowns. A quarterback rating of just 57.4. Obviously, that's, that's frustrating uh, as a competitor. And um, just the, the personality that I have, you know, I want to be the guy out there. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, they made the call today. And um, at the end of the day, we lost. Aaron Rodgers had the hot hand, completing passes all over the field, three touchdowns for the day, including his 400th career TD at the end of a 99-yard drive to Devontae Adams. It was uh, was a cool moment. I'm proud of the number thrown to a lot of guys over the years who've been a part of that 400 number. That's Aaron Rodgers. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. We are on the watch. Hasn't happened yet. Many thought it would, and it's creating a lot of angst around town. So I'm out over the weekend. Uh, I was down at uh, Stenny's on uh, on Friday night. And um, went to dinner. I went over to 5 o'clock Steakhouse. Had a terrific dinner over there. And uh, always great to see Stelios and those guys. And uh, which there's never a bad meal at five o'clock. But I went over there and then went down to Stenny's and had some drinks after the fact uh, and caught the tail end of the uh, the the uh, Badger and Marquette Golden Eagle game, which I won one hell of a game. But as I'm sitting there, people are saying, you know, hey, hey, Giannis is going to sign, right? It's on his birthday. And, and I said, you know what? I, it'd be great if he did and put to put to bed all the speculation. But we are still on Giannis watch. He still is not signed the Supermax. Whatever contract is in front of him, he still has not signed it. And that is creating a large amount of angst among Bucks Nation. 
So, and I get it. You know, you want to just see him come in and say, I want to be in Milwaukee. I want to stay. I want to be in the state of Wisconsin. I want to travel the state. I want to learn how to go up north and enjoy Door County. I want to be able to go to the wineries. I want to be able to go to Tomahawk. I want to be able to go out to German Fest and Oktoberfest out there on La Crosse. And you're waiting for him to say it. And he just hasn't said it. So it doesn't mean he's leaving. But every day that goes by that he hasn't crossed the T's and dotted the I's creates this level of anxiety. Now, he could sign a two-year deal and stay here and then say, okay, let me just wait and see. You know, let's see what happens. And then go back and sign that thing all over again. And, you know, I, I don't think I could say that I would necessarily blame him if he did that. You know? After what went down with the Bogdanovich deal and at least on the outside looking in, seems to be somewhat of a, uh, I'm going to say a mix-up might be the best way to possibly put it and most politically correct. But, you know, he's just he's just kind of waiting. That's fine. He's honest, man. Look, it's not like he's not getting paid. I mean, his, his shoe contract alone is over 20 mil a year. So he's getting cash. It's not like he's going, you know what, I got to, man, I got rent at the end of the month. I better sign that thing. He's got time. He's got all kinds of time. So, so we'll wait and see. But uh, as of right now, the Bucks are practicing. Giannis is getting presents from his uh, gifts from his, his brethren, his fellow uh, teammates down there. They're all having fun with him. It's not like everybody's walking around on eggshells waiting to see if Giannis is going to sign. I still think he is. I get that every day that he does, and I always get somebody that says, See, I told you so. No. No, I, I still think he's going to sign. I still, if I had to bet my house, I'd still believe he's going to sign. So I'm not overly concern, concerned about it. Good to go. Relax. The deal will get done. It'll happen. Hang in there. So a game yesterday in which the Packers get a win, the defense only gives up nine, and people walk away mad. We'll talk about that coming up here in the next hour. Also hear from the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Stay tuned the rest of the day. Uh, Kevin Holden, the sports director from CBS 58, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, are all going to be here today. Don't forget tomorrow, Jordy Nelson's going to be joining us as well. We're going to talk some more about uh, the receiving core of this team. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.